0: Tim Lacombe, Jake Scott. So just to be accurate on that, if Donovan was over for 4, Donovan over for 4 tonight, Donovan in the clutch since February 1st is 10 of his last 40 and 2 of 18 from 3. That's, that's hard. Like, that's what he's supposed to do.
1: Yeah, that's the, I had known he had some struggles, but to hear uh, you lay it out like that, yeah, that's tough. That's really tough. I, I mean, it's almost inexplicable. What is this, David? Their uh, 15th game they've lost this year when leading by double digits at some point? I mean...
0: Can you give me a little more of the studio? I couldn't hear him. Or I can turn it up. Go you ahead. with me, Go ahead.
1: David? Sorry, buddy. Yeah,
0: that no, that was my fault.
1: No, I mean, it just happens over and over again. It's their, what, 15th time they've uh, had a double-digit lead and lost at some point? I mean, the the numbers you met, uh, were just saying about 20-plus are just astounding. I mean, it's it's a it's a trend at this point, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just... I mean, I, it's, it's clearly a scar that they have, they're aware of. It's happened enough times and obviously game six of the playoffs last year is the one that lingered with them all year. You can watch their body language and watch their actions, Ron, and it's clear they're bothered. They're, Rudy's outlet pass to Bogdanovich is a weird play. Royce is, is acting like he's playing hot potato when he touches the basketball. Donovan did not aggressively go to the ball tonight to go get it like they're they're long gone in regards to confidence in these moments they're for the most part you're absolutely right i don't want to say that this team is broken but they're struggling right now confidence level when teams start to get on a run uh and trying to figure out how to put the fire out has been a problem
2: they yeah, don't get stops either, by the way. They don't
0: get stops. Twelfth time, they've blown a second-half double-digit lead. Fifteenth time, they've blown a double-digit lead all season. I don't know if I think about. second First half, double-digit lead to me doesn't mean much. But 12 in the second half. Um, I mean, I, here, actually, really, to be fair on this, just to make sure we, you know, it sounds dramatic, but the Jazz also lead the league in second-half double-digit leads. So it's a little, like, we're being, let, let's make sure we're being, put it in context. Teams that have a double-digit second-half lead win 85% of the time across league average. The Utah Jazz this year have won those games at a rate of, sorry, made one mistake. Give me one second. I know everybody's dying to hear this. 77%. It's not like, it's bad, but it's, Part of the reason the Jazz have blown 12 second half double digit leads is they've had fifty-three this year, which is the most of any team in the league. The league blows 15% of those. The Jazz are blowing 23% of theirs. That's not great.
3: This is a game uh-huh. too with the guys that you know the Jazz actually pushed back, you know, the start of that fourth quarter. And I actually really liked the lineup at the time it was Bojan and Hernan Gomez and Rudy. Um Donovan and Clarkson, I believe, were the five out there. Um but it or maybe it was Conley and Clarkson, but it was it was effective. Jazz led by 17 uh with 738 to go. I mean that's the craziest part to me is they actually they took kind of a weathered a storm, you know, of sorts, got that thing down to six, then pushed it way back out. And you know, that last seven minutes, you know, to not another quarter where the, the Jazz only have one assist in the fourth quarter
0: not only that the jazz turned it over six times for 11 points Oof. golden state warriors zero turnovers in that fourth quarter
1: i'm with uh, did you say this earlier david i'm i'm with you i'm fascinated to hear what uh, what I, they say I don't tonight they can possibly say yeah i don't either this is this is going to be an interesting post game one to stay tuned for
0: you by, you, by you, the way want one other number this is at least, I mean, this should make us feel it's bad. Well, we just watched this crazy. But I, I just want to make it, like, put it in a little bit in context. Teams that have a double digit lead in the fourth quarter win 93.5% of the time. We've now blown five fourth quarter leads, but we've had 46 of them, the most of any team in the league, and we've won 89% of our fourth quarter leads. Right, so the league average is 83.5. We win 89. It's not like we're not, we should be above league average. We should be better than a league average team. But, and and, and I'm just putting it in context. I'm not trying to, I mean, what we've watched in L.A. and Golden State feels. Yeah, but the big thing is, is these are important ball games. No, right. Like you Minnesota's know? back in play all of a sudden. A- exactly.
3: Apocalyptic. I
0: mean, yeah, it does feel that way. I, I also would say the other part of me. I guess I actually have a weird feeling tonight. They played so well. It's the best basketball they've played as a group for forty-three minute for forty-one minutes tonight. Like that was the first time this team looked like a team that actually could do something in the playoffs and and do damage and actually look like they like oh wow they're good they're defending their defensive rate was a hundred in the first half they weren't good defensively in the third you were just and then they were great defensively to open the first five minutes. Like, that's the part, to me, like, at least, I mean, hey, it's horrendous, but on the other hand, we actually saw them be really good for the first time. I, I, I mean, I haven't seen them be that good all year. I haven't seen them be that bad either, I guess.
1: The jazz giveth, David. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah.
0: All right, I'll try. I'll
1: uh, try just, you know. just so you guys know, this uh, Coach K might be in the last 7.8 seconds of his career as uh, Carolina leads 80 to 77. North Carolina would have beaten Coach K in his last home game and eliminated him from the tournament. That would really be something. And
3: about 10, 12 games ago, everybody thought Hubert Davis couldn't coach.
0: It's pretty incredible. It is incredible.
1: Yeah, North Carolina has a chance to go up five here, so seal the deal. Or up four. They made the free throw, so 81-77 with eight seconds to go. Wild. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for the fine work. What a crazy one. Yeah. Uh, your final, <laughs> Golden State beat the Jazz 111 to 107. I think David's sign off there said it all. Uh, we'll break it down. Coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night, postgame show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Jazz fall tonight to the Golden State Warriors 111 to 107 another rough loss in what's been a rough week certainly for the Utah Jazz just updating you though uh North Carolina does beat Duke and uh, advance onto the finals so coach career story uh, coach K's storied career is over it is over um
3: he man, what a storied career it was but what a you know he would not want that ending uh, wow. you know to lose the first and only game against your most heated rival. But man, I can't be more happy for Hubert Davis. Uh I, I um you know earlier this year when Carolina wasn't playing great, uh he could not coach. And that typically is what happens. But man, it's 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 a great thing for him and something he'll always be the answer to the trivia question.
1: Uh yeah, he will. he's he's uh now enshrined in trivial pursuit from from now on. Uh, I'm sure a lot of Jazz fans out there would probably rather talk about that uh, than they would the certainly the end of this Jazz Warriors game. Jazz had a 16-point uh, a lead with a little less than eight minutes to go, and that evaporated in pretty much the next three minutes, uh, coaches. Uh, Golden State then went on a 20-to-1 run. And uh, Golden State ends up getting a win. The Jazz made a bunch of mistakes down the stretch. They reverted back to kind of their, their ball-sticking style of play, only one assist in the fourth quarter. And, man, blowing these leads is a problem for this Jazz team. Well, in this common denominator stuff,
3: you know, one of the signs is that lack of ball movement. Um, the Jazz could not get out of their own way offensively in the fourth quarter, um, went over six minutes without scoring a point, um that is just so crazy to me. Um and you know, the defense at that point really kind of struggles. Communication's not great. One, one thing that stands out to me though, Jake, and I, I gotta mention it, you mentioned that point in the time when the Jazz were up seventeen. Um I was really liking the lineup of Bojan, Hernan Gomez, and Rudy at the three four five. Um and I believe they had Clarkson and Conley out there as or, uh, yeah, Clarkson and Conley out there as well. Um at the seven, I don't know, at, right at that moment i know Tr- royce was was in there for that entire uh you know bad run and you know i don't want to point any, but but he played 30 minutes and did not score tonight um was a minus 25 where hernan gomez i thought he brought some really good things and that's just one right there you know i don't know it's uh that was a
1: tough one tonight royce just struggled through a really really brutal game um Start here because it really was, I don't want to say the lone positive, but kind of the lone positive. Mike Conley was great tonight. 26 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds, 10 of 18 shooting, 5 of 11 from 3. And really, the lone good moments in the fourth quarter mostly had to do with Mike Conley. Don Mitchell had 26 tonight, but 8 of 19 shooting, 4 of 10 from 3 and did not execute well in the fourth quarter and in the clutch. Bogdanovich had 17, Rudy with 14 to go along with 20 rebounds. Clarkson had 14 coming in off the bench, but Clay Thompson catches fire. He had 36 uh, points, and uh, really the Jazz didn't have an answer for Jordan Poole all night long as he had 31 after having 19 at half. So Andrew Wiggins had some nice moments on both sides of the ball. He finished the game with 17 and played, you know, good defense, and uh, Golden State comes back and, and beats the Jazz.
3: Yeah, it was, you know, it was unfortunately like watching Jaws. You know? <laughs> The shark always seems to get the, what is the hunting? And, you know, the ending was hoping the jazz could possibly kind of push off one more time. You know, they did a good job in the start of the quarter, but uh, really not, didn't have any answer on either end and, and, you know, golden state got confidence and caught fire big time. uh, And the jazz just didn't have an answer.
1: It was one of those games, certainly. And I'll tell you what, it's going to be an interesting post game. Uh, very interested to hear what the team has to say. Like Locke said, I don't, I don't know what we're what we're gonna hear. And uh, you know, losses like this happen twice in a week is just crazy to blow twenty point leads.
3: Hmm. It is, it is the, it, it is self inflicted wounds. Self inflicted, right? big yep. time. It
1: is. All right. Uh, with that, uh, we will say good night to our network stations. Our next broadcast is coming your way. On uh, let's see here, Tuesday night the Jazz will uh, be at home taking on the Grizzlies. That game will tip off at seven o'clock. Your final tonight, Golden State beats Jazz, one eleven to one zero seven. For those of you sticking around with us, we've got post-game sound for you next here on the Jazz Radio Network. Catch and
0: shoot three. Ah! The clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Postgame Show. Thunderhand scoop to Conley. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim LaCole.
1: Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Sh- uh, share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. 111 to 107 is your final. Jazz blow another lead late and lose to the Golden State Warriors in what could be a critical game as the Jazz try to stay, well, certainly out of that play in scenario and try to uh, keep the best seed possible. Uh, this is a tough one. You know that, <clears throat> I guess it's a GIF
3: of the guy eating popcorn, just kind of waiting for. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm am with the post game. I, I don't even know what to expect. I think you and David mentioned that, um, but you know this to have this happen as many times as it has. Um, you know, the early times you can kind of brush it off as you know bad stuff happens, but this is unfortunately something they've they've had to deal with a bunch and have had to talk about already. So it could get, could get interesting.
1: It could get interesting, or it, it could be just defeat. I mean, you wonder, you know, of all the folks out there talking about, is the team broken and all this stuff? I mean, this is, <laughs> uh, to have it happen over and over again is something well, pretty it Well, it ain't fixed. Yeah. It may, I don't know if it's broken
3: or not, but it, it, there's definitely some, some wobble.
1: Uh, Let me see here. I'm trying to, our friend Tyson Ewing had the, uh, had the stats here. I'll, I'll read them from him at Ty Ewing too. He says tonight is 15th time in uh, just the 21, 22 season. The jazz have blown a double digit lead and lost 12th time blowing a second half double digit lead fifth time blowing a fourth quarter double digit lead fourth time since mid February.
3: Wow. Yeah, that is, um, that's more than it's more than a couple.
1: Well, it's a trend, it's a right? Trend. It's, it is a trend. It, it, it's it a data points. It's a trend, and it's beyond a fluke. I mean, the the, the Clippers game, we talked about this. Coach Snyder just harped on turnovers and offensive rebounds over and over and over again, and you probably could say the same thing about tonight. But why does it continue to happen over and over and over again? I think it's something that I'm sure they're wrestling with in that locker room because it's, it's not normal at this point. You can't just chalk it up as a bad night.
3: Right, and th- that's the intriguing part is the – you know, we, we can get so close. We can watch. We have our opinions on what we think. Uh, but the only people that really know are inside the four walls. So I guess that's why we really look forward to hearing their thoughts because it um, kind of adds clarity to maybe what we're thinking. And, uh, but I do think tonight it could be pretty interesting because it's, it's not a fun thing to talk about
1: at all. Well, let's get things started, shall we, Coach? Let's go back uh, to San Francisco. It's time to hear from Jazz Head Coach Quinn Snyder.
2: You know, the other night we played really well for uh, three quarters. Tonight we played really well for um, 42 minutes. And, uh, you know, it's some of the same things that that we've, you know, we're working to overcome and, you know, turning the ball or our execution offensively late. Um, and then that leads also to execution defensively. So, and then you can look at, there's a number of plays that maybe, you know, change that psychology, um, whether it's, you know, the, the, the goaltending call three here, there's a number of things that, that we all have, you know, a few things like that, that happen uh, on the offensive end. And then you, you, it's hard to defend when they're running out on you get open shots. So it's, um, yeah, uh, I, Like I said, I I think it's hard to believe. I don't think we're in a good place for the last six minutes, and it's not a good feeling in the locker room right now because guys want to win. But, you know, along with that is we should understand that when we do play a certain way, and we continue to play that way, you know, whether it's in transition after made basket, whatever. Um, they're trapping us, they're switching. The theme has to be, you know, that we play together and move the ball. And You might not move it as much late, but you still need to move it. <laughs> I, I I think there's a component of it where you know we have to be tougher mentally in those situations you know when something is hard to kind of play through it um, and I think our guys know you know it's we they there's a I think they had a, a really a run in the first half and we absorbed it and we didn't absorb the last six minutes of the game you know and they, you know, they obviously hit some shots as well that exacerbate some of that, but it, it doesn't take us away from the execution. I think they're one in the same. I think, I think they're one and the same. They were they were getting, you know, when, when you're there's three or four feet of separation at the beginning of the play, you know, you, you don't even have a chance to, to get over the screen. You, you're not gonna get there. And um, you know, we go you know, it's it's both the guy with the ball um, in a handoff situation, a pick and roll situation, our bigs need to be up and our guards need to go over and not get screened. There's, there's other things we can do, but, um, you know, our, exec- is our execution defensively as well, but we make it a lot more difficult because our offense does affect our defense when it comes down to um You know, playing in transition, and then it's harder to guard those same actions um, when you're trying to get back and get back out. uh, Defending those training actions is hard, but they were just, the, the looks were too clean.
1: All right, there you go. Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder moving the ball. He talks about it all the time, and yet it, uh, it stops happening. I, I thought it was interesting. He says, you know, maybe you don't move the ball as much in clutch time for obvious reasons, but it's still got to move. It, it
3: does, you know, and I think that that's something you and I focused on with, uh, with the history, what we've seen this year. So we, we watched that very closely. And, again, uh, a lot of driving to the basket, a lot of, of guys trying to get their own shot. And Coach Snyder alluded to it. What makes them great is, you know, the ability to space and share it. So it's something they've got to look at because when things get difficult, they go inward. Um, and somehow they've got to figure out that it's the strength of everybody that's going to help get it
1: done. And then they just make these bizarre mistakes. I mean, Donovan Mitchell had a, a uh, his one turnover the, of the game was a bad one in the fourth quarter. Rudy throwing the ball out of bounds on a simple outlet pass to Bogdanovich was just bogey from the corner that airballs it by, you know, four or five feet. It's just, you know,
3: and again, I I, I want to point it out. I mean, Royce plays the majority of the minutes where things were difficult in that fourth quarter, and the only stat he registers on is a turnover. You know, he doesn't even get a shot attempt in that time. So it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to figure out what's going on, but uh, certainly – the Team kind of disintegrates, and we've seen it happen time and time again.
1: Want well, to remind you about the Utah Jazz Most Valuable Educators program presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs. Each one will receive a visit from Jazz Bear, a thousand dollar grant, a personalized jersey, and tickets to see a jazz game in a suite. Go to NBA.com slash jazz slash MVE to nominate your favorite educator. Now, Jazz uh, lose. A really tough one to the Warriors, 111 to 107 in San Francisco tonight. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. We'll have uh, sound from the players for you coming up next, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Game nine pre post game show here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Post game is brought by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. I tried to take it back to the pre game show. I bet the Jazz would too. If they could have a do over on this one, I'm sure they'd like it. They lose 111 to 107, led by 17 points with over seven minutes to go in the game. End up losing, one eleven to one zero seven. At one point in the second quarter, they led by twenty one. I mean, this was just um, an epic collapse, Coach LaCombe. There's really no other way around it. And you, you make a great point. I mean, to me, you know, the way I relate
3: now, the only way I compete anymore is uh, video games. You know, you're you're getting that clock's starting to go. You lose the lead. You hadn't hit, hit reset. That's what the Jazz wanted to do. Um, but unfortunately, that's um, you know, that's becoming a pattern. Like. In those moments, you need a couple guys to settle things down and take control, and what the Jazz continue to do is make same mistakes over and over again, which is just a,
1: I think that's the maddening part. Everybody had that buddy, right? That was the worst friend when you they were, were just, just whooping them, and then they would just hit reset. <laughs> Ow! Oh, oh. Come got on! <laughs> cord got pulled. <laughs> you jerk, that's not how it works. Oh, yeah, the rules of the house say, cord comes unpulled no game. You know what's what's amazing about th- this pattern of losing big leads and and collapsing is this team has been together for 3 years now for the most part. The 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 key components have been together and this has not always been the case. They have not always been you know, we we run the spot. I think it's an AT and T Sportsnet spot with Bowler talking about Bogdanovich uh, drilling that game-winning shot in Houston and uh, a couple of years ago. I mean, this, the Jazz have not been a poorly executing in the clutch type team until really this year, I guess. But more, I mean, after reading Tyson's stats, it's it's really been the last few months. Yeah, that's the hard part is
3: the recency of it all, and the fact that we've seen it now in two really big games that the Jazz had totally under control. Um, in the Clippers in this one that just uh, absolutely inexplicably got away. I mean, the Jazz were in a great spot in both. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating. You know, last game we heard that it's just the same old stuff. Well, the unfortunate thing is, it's, you know, that, that it, tonight you can say the same thing. It's the same old stuff.
1: Let's look at the points in the paint brought to you by Certapro Pro Painters. Call 1 800 GO CERTA or visit CERTAPRO.com. That's CERTA with a C. CERTA Pro Painters, proven and trusted experts in painting. Jazz outscored the Warriors in the paint tonight 44 to 28. Don't think that mattered that much tonight.
3: No, that didn't matter that much. You know, the only thing that mattered tonight is the fact that the Jazz scored less points than, um, you know, than the Warriors. That's That was the only thing that was really. Uh, on the line tonight, and unfortunately, you know, in epic fashion, it kind of got away from them.
1: The Warriors took 48 threes and made 20 of them. Wow. Yeah. All right, let's get uh, to the players. It's time to go back to San Francisco and hear from Rudy Gobert. What's happening
4: this season
5: with you guys? <laughs> you mean why it's happening? Why is it happening? I mean, why, I mean, why it's happening or after?
4: I mean, how is that? Happening?
5: I mean, you just trying to stay in the game. Obviously, it's happened a lot this year. But why it's happening, my mindset is okay, you're up 16, now you're down two, but still three minutes left. So I'm trying to win the game. But yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, tough. It's tough. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how many times it's going to happen on want to be four on I don't know which one because he shot about 30 of them. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean the, the game plan was to try and take away those threes and uh, try and deny him the the ball and then obviously the, the ace. Okay has a quick trigger, so we try to adapt, you know, I try to be up on some. Uh but it's you know it doesn't need much space uh to shoot them. And I think that the one that really hurt us was the one, you know, we got like the, the, the easy ones he got after defensive rebounds or tournaments.
4: That's not
5: I don't know what I don't know what it feels like from the outside uh, for us. I mean, it's yeah, we we played the right way for forty-two minutes, you know, for forty-one minutes. So, um, you know, team, teams raise raise their level, and we're gonna we're to match that. You know, we we had I don't know how many turnovers we had uh, in a row or like. Um, I don't know it's it's we can, we, we're we gonna turn them all over but we gotta we gotta realize that when we have 16 we gotta yeah raise our level and keep playing the same way you know the ball was moving the whole game so until we do that we're gonna give teams uh chances to win and once again tonight we could you know clay had a, clay hit a big shot but we still could win the game and then still not learn from that. So, it's almost like it's happening for a reason. And until we change that, until we change that, you know, it's going to keep happening.
4: Six in the fourth.
5: I mean, yeah, it's just give them life. You know, when... I don't even want to talk about it anymore. It's just, we, we know, we know what's there. So, got to learn from it. We don't have much games left to learn from it. So. Tonight was a big one. Hopefully we can adjust.
1: There's Rudy Gobert. Doesn't really have an answer. Keeps happening over and over again. Said uh, uh, when the other team steps it up there in the final part, they've got to match it. And they certainly have not.
3: No, and, and talked about ball movement or playing the right way. You know, those are things that, he, as he said, I mean, they do so well for, for uh, 42 minutes tonight and then just a departure. It's, it, it's tough. And, you know, if it were a team getting hot one time, you know, hey, you tip your cap, you move on. But in this case, um, like you said, it's, it's a problem that continues and there's not a whole lot of answers.
1: Well, a coach called three timeouts in the middle of that run. I don't think the Jazz scored in the, in between those three timeouts. I mean, it just yeah, there was call,
3: turnovers again out of timeouts, which is uncharacteristic. Right? And bad That's shots. Bad shots. Yeah,
1: right. I mean, it, they just didn't. It's got to be. I mean, honestly, I I hate these terrible comparisons, but it's got to be me with a three foot putt. I mean, it's you just know it's going to go badly. It's like
3: a walking up to it.
1: You're like, oh man,
3: just please, g- just give it to me.
1: See, people taste to, to say it to you me. visualize and it, it's gonna happen. Like and I see it in my mind as I'm gonna screech this about four feet past the oh, hole, and that's exactly absolutely. what happens, you and, know. And then inevitably the,
3: the guy that putts before you has about a five footer, just goes ahead and gives it the old roof job and he drops it off in. the other no, no oh. he knocks it off the other side of the green. So then you're nervous, it's fast, right, and you barely tap it, and yep. it, we've all
1: been there. Yeah. But well, the bottom line is you're in your own head. I think so too. I I think at this point I mean that's that's really got, what you got to take from. And the good news is is that you know that's nothing nothing that's physical slowing you down. It's something you can certainly correct, but it's happened so much this year. I I I bet you a lot of jazz fans feel like Rudy does. It keeps happening over and over again. It, it, at some point you got to learn from it, but been saying that for a while now.
3: Yeah, and that's the hard part. And I mean that's the only thing that uh, all we can do is watch and Analyze all that, but they're the guys in the back of the, you know, they're, they're the ones in the room, and and that's where it has to get figured out. And they, you know, the answers have to get found uh, if this team's going to get past that hurdle.
1: Back to the Bay Area we go. It's time to hear from Michael Conley. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Um, I mean, each game is different, but we've had different things happen, but I think collectively there has to be, you know, a, a calm, a sense of like, you know, these are the things we're going to do and execute with four minutes to go and kind of key in on that and do it. Like it's not time to be free time to be you know loose time to you know relax time to you know turn the ball over or we have to really think the game and and almost slow it down mentally for all of us and then get all five guys collectively um with that mindset because we've we've had games where we have two or three guys doing it and other two aren't we've had four and one off you know so we have to just continue to work continue to find ways to, to to you know, stop this because we are the team that's you know building these leads. We're, we're that good. We're that good team that that uh, believes that we're, we can do that, and we just have to continue to to work at, at, at the small, small details in the last four or five minutes of games that are causing us to you know let these slip away.
4: moment, mm-hmm. But like outside of that, those like guys just
6: away uh yeah exactly I think that's definitely one of the things is um I think we can get a little bit too much in the you know the, the ISO ball or you know it's my turn your turn type situation when what got us the you know the 15 point lead 12 point lead might have been you know pushing the ball throwing it ahead looking what we got moving 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 if we don't have anything then you get to your ISO ball and and let our guys who make plays make plays and um, you know I think collectively we have to believe in the last five, four or five minutes that you know trust each other you know we can, we can still play the same way we can still play with the past we can still be unselfish and, um, and win these games is there a mental going on balls you never out
4: of bounds, you know is there part of at like
6: uh, part, it, it's starting to feel that way a little bit. You know, you look at stuff like that happen, and it's like, of, of course, that happens to us, or like that happens tonight, or, you know, we make mistakes. It's, it's mentally, you know, draining on all of us when some, something like that happens. You know, you see a guy who shoots 50%, 70% from the corners, it feels like, and, you know, he misses like that, and you're like, what? Like, and then they go out and get a layup or a, a dunk, and you know those situations are crazy. And um, but at the end of the day, that's basketball, and uh, and not everything's going to be perfect. And not everything's going to be drawn up the way you thought it would be. You have to be able to to regroup and be mentally tough enough to to withstand stuff like that because it's going to happen. And as a group, we have to be better.
1: There's Mike Conley, and listen, uh, Mike was absolutely the bright spot for the club tonight. As as he was really terrific with 26 points, eight assists, grabbed a steal, grabbed five rebounds, 10 of 18 shooting. But you know he hit on it right there. And and again, Coach, we've heard this over and over again. But he said, you know, they go to the ISO in the fourth, my turn, your turn, type of thing. And that's just not the way that the the Jazz succeed or excel. It's not what makes them good. And I like his suggestion
3: that you know you run your. Your, your initial action and as the ball moves around and you are able to get to an isolation there or a drive, then great. But, you know, it is the, def- the, the defense just doesn't have to cover, you know, like they do when the ball's moving around and when there's player movement and things like that. The isolation, I just don't know that it's great for this team. I mean, it is in certain areas, right? But just to exclusively that my turn, your turn stuff, that's where it gets tough.
1: It is. It is where it get, gets tough. And, you know, Mike, Mike tonight's probably in a pretty good position to talk about it because he might have been the guy to have a few more of those possessions down the stretch. But to his point, it's not his possession or your, uh, someone else's possession. They need to make a team possessions.
3: It's just how they, exactly right. how they work. No, totally. And to your point, I mean, Mike Conley, I thought he was extraordinary. He answered nearly every big run with shots, you know, make, made big shot after big shot, made the right play. So, yeah, he is a guy I think that can, you know, get up there and talk and that it's meaningful.
1: All right, uh, postgame is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at MySubaruWiz.com. Jazz fall tonight to the Warriors, 111 to 107. We'll get you more sound from the players coming up next with the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night, post game show, Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Ads campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at MarkMillerSubaru.com. Your final uh, <clears throat> Jazz fall tonight to the Warriors, 111 to 107. Coach, let's uh, get a look at the master of the glass tonight. Brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, the local vehicle glass expert. Here for another great year of basketball, proud to be the preferred Autoglass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Flight Autoglass is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Flight will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader. Tonight, Rudy Gobert was your Master of the Glass. He had 20 boards. Five of those came on the offensive side. Five of nine from the field. Rudy also had 14 points. He was four of seven from the line. Rudy didn't have a block tonight. What do you think about his game? I thought Rudy played well.
3: Um, you know, uh, he tried to take it up strong. Um, you know, his his uh, field goals were up. I mean, he had nine field goal attempts, and then, like you said, got to the line seven. Uh, got to the line seven times. So, but anytime he gets twenty rebounds, man, you gotta like that.
1: Yeah, I mean Rudy wasn't uh, as dominant offensively as as he was against uh, the Lakers, but uh, still thought Rudy played a, a pretty decent basketball game. All right, let's go back to San Francisco. It's now time to hear from Donovan Mitchell. We got a we
4: got they
7: right now in the last six minutes, and how you play the game. Hurts. We'll figure it out. let so we do, we'll, we'll, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, we'll say we'll figure it out. This is this is where being, you know, the competitor, like you know, the drive will just fuse
4: you at this point.
7: I can sit here and say, i oh, don't keep it. like, whatever.
4: We'll figure something out. Right? Um. Glad
7: you asked that. I mean, this one in particular for me is, I've done it, you know what I mean? So it's just a matter of finding where I want the ball, finding where I can can finish. I mean, it's two easy laps. Two easy laps. Growing pains, it sucks straight up, and I'll figure it out. haven't been great all year in in these moments, but one I said to Sarah like this is this is what it drives you, you know figuring stuff out like this
4: I will. I will why do you guys
7: need to do better work you? <laughs> um well I mean we want to look at the offense. think defensively they got four or five of looks like not picking up, waiting to transition. They turned their intensity up. In the half quarters, we had that intensity.
4: Okay. We'll figure it out. Oh. Honestly, Andy, I'm fresh off the game. I think, yeah.
7: You gotta find a way. I, that's, that's all I gotta say. You gotta find a way. And I think offensively we had our struggles, but defensively, that's a blast in a critical situation. So you combine that offense and defense, and then you get this.
4: But,
7: Uh, I wouldn't say that because I think our guys are mentally tough I, I wouldn't say oh it's a mental mental thing there's moments you know where they turn up, like I said they turn up in intensity like my turnover like that's from their turn up intensity I wouldn't say that's like oh shoot there's time on the clock whatever I'm not I'm not saying that you know but at the end of the day it comes down to six minutes but I think we have mentally tough guys I think guys who really want to figure it out, you know, and then you know, like I said before, this isn't an ideal time to have these lapses, but no season is perfect, no year is perfect, and we will uh we'll figure it out.
4: It kind of seems like you're trying to find the cost of like this. Right? I mean, only, is it difficult to find that area?
7: No, I mean because at the end of the day it's a glaring issue right now. And I think we have a group of guys, including myself, where it's going to feel good when we figure it out. So we can sit here and feel sorry for ourselves or we can you know, use it as true. And I think we have a group of guys that want to do that. You know? Yeah, we've messed up. We've, we've messed up 14, 14 times, 15 times. And how do we respond? How do we adjust? And that, that's really where I'm at. I think that's where we are at. You know, just. Because if we sit here and feel sorry for ourselves, we'll be home. Possibly.
4: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure.
7: Yeah. You know, they're a talented team. They've 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 been there, they've a few times. I mean tasks we but you know, we got some we got some things we, we, we gotta work on. at the end of the day. We can't worry about oh, we may see them, what's that kind of like because we still have three, four, five, I don't to uh, to finish. And like I said, we have our we have our own stuff to address right now to figure out and you know yeah um he's just a, the confidence level that he has but also the team has in him you know i think that's huge you know i i kind of feel that coming in as a young guy because i had that conference with my teammates and also with myself but also from my teammates and my coaches but that's a huge thing you know when you come out there you're able to kind of get going especially when you know Steph there because they've had, like, they have their roles, like, they have their guys, and he's able to step in and fit in and, and, and flow seamlessly. So it's great to see, you know, kids about my age, you know, kind of doing that, fitting in and doing this thing. So he, he's he's a talented player. We all knew he talented from out of Michigan, but I can't personally say I saw this, and I think that's just a level of determination from him. Um, in the offseason, the continuously working through things, even when, state wasn't necessarily that good, you know. He was still trying to find ways to go through his progression, and you see it shining in moments like these in this season, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I I knew I saw him on TV uh, in college, so I knew he was talented. I didn't, like I said, I didn't see this, but DP had always told me, like, yeah, he can go get it, you know. Like I said, when you have confidence as a young guy, uh, that's huge. And then on top of that, you know, you have. A coach, Steve Kerr, who I played for, a team you would say, kind of giving you. coming bro. Come I gotta see the little. I gotta see the little. um, But yeah, you know, when you have the confidence, you coming into college, and you know, Steve Kerr's giving you the green light. You know, so, that's all. That's that's perfect. You know, and I think. Not only does Steve will be up to play your joy, Teaching. Guys who've been in the championship, guys who kind of teaching him and showing him, you know, throughout the game. And, you know, there's certain plays he's made this year, that last year, the year before he may not have made out of bay. So I'm really I'm impressed, you know, just at his development. I think we all are. It's gonna be really good.
1: There is Donovan Mitchell. Uh and Donovan tonight finished the game with twenty-six points on eight of nineteen shooting, four of ten. From three, it was six to seven in the line, three assists, three rebounds. Uh, only had one turnover, but it came at a critical point in the fourth quarter. Uh, but Donovan talking about the struggles to uh, blow that lead, came on both sides of the ball offensively and defensively. And honestly, it's tough to disagree with much there.
3: Yeah, and I like, you know, the part that he talked about. He's learning, right? And and that growing and learning is tough and it's hard and, um, you know, lessons have to be taught. And hopefully, you know, in his Words, you know, hopefully, it's something they can figure out soon, uh, because, like, to their credit, they're playing, you know, forty-two minutes of really good basketball. I was with Lock; I was prepared to say this is as good as they've looked in, in uh in a couple of weeks. But, you know, then the bottom fell out.
1: Let's uh, check out the Chick Fil A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick Fil A earn rewards with the Chick Fil A One app. Jazz tonight from the line sixteen of twenty-two, nearly seventy-three percent. The Warriors 11 of 12, 92%. Rudy at 4 of 7 tonight, uh, Donovan 6 of 7, but uh, tonight was not, about, uh, was not about going to the line. It didn't feel like either.
3: No, this, this game, the Jazz had it right where they wanted it, right? And We've seen that a bunch, uh, but it's just execution down the stretch and making the right plays in the
1: clutch. And to honestly give up a 17 point lead. Well, it came down to one. So 16 points in three minutes is something crazy. (laughs) I mean, something
3: crazy. Almost almost impossible.
1: But not impossible. Almost impossible. You're right. All right, Jazz Game Night uh, post game show here on the Jazz Radio Network. It's brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. mysubaruis.com dot com. Jazz Fall tonight to the Warriors. One eleven to one oh seven. We'll get Coach Combs' final thoughts on this one coming up next, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. <laughs>
0: Conley takes the three over the top and hit it. Oh, you vicious little weapon.
1: Here is the play of the game. Our guy, David Locke, on the call. It's brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service, sales, and selection. LHMauto.com. Driven by you. Jazz game night Post game show. The Jazz lose tonight to the Warriors 111. 2107 postgame is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Wiz campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at MarkMillerSubaru.com. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe with you. The Jazz were led tonight by uh, Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley. They both had 26 points apiece. Mike, 10 of 18, 5 of 11 from 3. Mitchell, 8 of 19, 4 of 10. Uh, Mike Conley also had eight assists and five rebounds. Rudy tonight, 14 points, 20 boards. Bogdanovich had 17. Clarkson with 14 coming in off the bench, but uh, to no avail. Clay Thompson, 36 points and absolutely caught fire in the fourth quarter. Uh, Jordan Poole had 31. Wiggins with 17. Draymond had 10, nine boards, and seven assists and a lot of uh, demonstrative behavior, which I, I don't know how he doesn't get technical fouls for that, but... He had that a few times. Man, it's almost like he's on a different standard, right? We, we see the Jazz get technicals here and there
3: for slapping their hands or yelling, and he is, I don't even know, man. He's, he's out there with it.
1: I don't think I've ever seen anybody lose their mind over wanting their coach to review a play like Draymond did tonight. Like, yeah, it wasn't even complaining about a foul or anything. It was, well, I guess it kind of was, but it was yelling at Steve Kerr to review it. He's doing the review dance. You know what? You should trademark that because that happens at the review dance. Exactly. It that's is, hilarious. Right? And and he brought out the dance in full force. Hey, and by the way, I would like to, a new nickname from here on out. I'm the vicious little weapon. <laughs> uh, well, that's Mike Conley, I think. I, I liked think, how uh, you tried to slide over that, but I uh, had to bring it up. Well, I just want to say, I want to know what David check-swinged on and then came out and then said <laughs> You're weapon. vicious little well. Weapon. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what word that came to mind that he was like, nope, going with something else. Going with weapon. Check swing. <laughs> he did. a vicious I little. was a great check swing. That's a great one. Yeah, but uh, hey, Mike Conley tonight was very good. I mean, really, I don't want to say lone bright spot for the Jazz because they did really play well for most of the game, but Mike was really good. 26 and 8. What a terrific game from him.
3: Yeah, and like I said, it was a couple shots here and there that really kind of stemmed tides, uh, made big shots when the Jazz really needed them. And he's been really good. He's been consistent, um, being able to hit five threes tonight. And you mentioned the eight assists, no turnovers again. So extraordinary. You know, great. Like there was a middle of that game, man. He was making dimes here, left and right in that ball screen. So. Uh, really, really good night for Mike.
1: I'm telling you, when the Jazz get all of their guys going, it looks really good. And then at that uh, spot in the fourth quarter, nobody was going. They got to have somebody going, Coach. And it was, you know, Dave made the point, it was
3: everybody. You know, you can go back and look at a play by every guy that is just, they're they're tough. You know, the, the turnover by Royce, the out of outlet by Rudy that kind of out in front of Bojan. I mean, those are big plays and possessions with points attached and you just kind of give them away.
1: All right, coach Lacombe, Let's get a few final thoughts from you on this one before we, we uh, look forward to actually do a, a couple of nights off before they take on the Grizzlies on Tuesday. It's it, to me, this is, this is baffling. I think it's,
3: it's gotta be really frustrating for the team um, to play that well for the majority of the game. And then, you know, so many things have to go right for the warriors and you know, the shots they take and um, they've got to make. So it's, it's you know, coupled with, Some some things defensively. But the bottom line is, I think it's talked about tonight ad nauseum after the game. But it's something right now that the Jazz don't have an answer for and certainly would behoove them to find one quick because uh, it's the end of the season's near. We're going into the last week. And I I loved when the ball was moving around and guys were playing together. And I think that that really is the thing. I think that's what they've got to figure out how to do for an entire game.
1: All right, we want to say a big thanks to everybody who helped out with the broadcast tonight. Of course, David Locke and Ron Boone, thanks to the broadcast assistants that uh, worked with us. Thanks to Jeff Carroll, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Thanks to Mark Miller, Subaru, title sponsor of the post-game show. The My Subaru is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share, read some and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. And of course, Coach LaComa. thank you, sir. Good to see you on a Saturday. Great to see you. Um, in case you you missed it, WWE's
3: going right now, and I just only knew that because Jay Catch tweeted about it.
1: Well, he's up on everything. That I don't was know. Fourteen if you know seconds this. ago, so he's very current. He's up on it all. Your final score: the Warriors beat the Jazz tonight, one eleven to one oh seven. Up next, the Jazz take on Memphis uh, at Vivint Arena. Coming up on Tuesday night, that game will tip off at seven o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at six, and of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.